Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, magical moments. Hello, everybody. This is Eden from Talk for Present Truth podcast. I'm here with Kim, of course. Hi, Kim. Hi, everybody. Hi, Eden. <laughs> so uh, today, I think we should just get right into our having um, our guest come on. Uh, I'm going to introduce her. This is uh, exciting for me. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys remember me ever telling you on other episodes that I am a huge fan of General Hospital. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's funny because when I first met uh, this person, her name is <laughs> Lily Melgar, and um, she is uh, an actress that was on that show. Um, but I was uh, sent, someone referred her to me to have a reading. And when I met her, I didn't know who she was yet. And then I think, I don't know, at some point during the session, I think I figured it out. And <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I have to act cool also. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, but we're, we're, we get to be here with her and there's so many other great things about her too that we will talk about. So, but one thing I'm just going to kind of introduce her properly. So she's an Emmy nominated actress and multi Emmy winning owner of uh, SBL sent by Lily Candles. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it says multi winning and then it turned into that. So that didn't sound right. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, she's multi winning um, Emmy winning producer. Uh, producer, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that, but let's, let's welcome Lily. <laughs> welcome Lily. Hi. So, yeah. We didn't want to say too much in the beginning because we have so many deep questions for you. We thought we'd leave it to the questions to answer the rest of the bio because you have done so many exciting things in your life and you're really amazing. Oh, thank you. I want to interject really quickly because that's really funny. Um, I did <laughs> meet Eden on a FaceTime. She was the first medium I ever worked with. And it was a very uh, intense session. Yeah. And like an hour in, <laughs> she goes, oh, you're Lily. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, huh. an hour in, like after like, tears I'm swollen from crying like yeah. super intense and it was just like the greatest moment of relief you know because it was so heavy mm -hmm. <laughs> that it was just like such a great comedic moment at the perfect right time leave it so to I me just had to share that story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. I'll never forget that Eden, when you were when you were saying that about you know suddenly realizing it was her, mm -hmm. I said, "Did your did her speech get faster, Lily? Did Eden start talking suddenly like well?" <laughs> I, <laughs> I really, really don't know. I was like quite in the state, of, a deep emotional state. So yeah. I, I don't know, but I yeah. just remember that moment and the sense of relief that I felt in getting to laugh and just yeah. kind of. Oh, thank you for making me laugh. Yeah. 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 And, and Kim, why do you say that? Because is that how I act when I see um, a celebrity? Well, uh, some everybody know we've talked about this before on air. But yeah, especially if it's someone you admire their work for years. I mean, so that's, you know, understandable. Yeah. 
it's so well lily we we especially loved how you described yourself on instagram as a jovial spirit living in creative playgrounds trying to be the best human you can be i love that how did you get started on your path as an actress a producer with with what you do now well, that was a long time ago, and it was very, very kismet. Um, funny enough, you know, that I just worked, I'm on um, the season two of Studio City on Amazon Prime right now with mm-hmm. Sean Kanan, mm-hmm. and Sean Kanan and I worked on General Hospital together when he was AJ Quartermain. Yes, I didn't like him. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, his character, you know. Um, AJ. Wasn't all that loved at times, but, <laughs> but Sean is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And so we have a similar story because I just watched him on Access Hollywood because he's on Cobra Kai, the new season of Cobra Kai, which he's amazing. Oh, who he is he? Totally who is killed that. Oh, now now Kim's interested. Yeah, I, I watched he, that. Who is he? He's uh, Mike Barnes. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. How awesome yeah. is that? Okay. Now I'm yeah, like, he was the bad guy in Karate Kid 3. Anyway. God. <laughs> so anyway, I was just watching an interview of him on Access Hollywood. I'm like, oh my God, we have this in common, which is my first audition. I stood in line and it was an open call and I just didn't know any better to doubt myself. <laughs> so in my world, it's like, of course they're going to pick me. Uh-huh. I mean, why wouldn't they? And I walked in and I was so confident. I remember I even like sat on the table and did my thing. And the producer was like, who is this? And I booked the role. And so the thing that we have in common is that, you know, they were doing a nationwide search for the bad guy in Karate Kid 3. And that's how Sean got his role. Anyway, so back to me. Um, I started because I won a beauty pageant. Uh, I was Miss El Salvador in Los Angeles. And there was a produce well a filmmaker in the audience who was graduating from UCLA film school and he offered me to be the lead in his short film and I literally was turning 16 three days after I won this pageant so at 16 years old again not any better I said yes and that film ended up winning the best film of that program that year at UCLA. So I got to see myself on the big screen for the first time mm-hmm. at 16 years of age. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I just, I knew this is what I would love to get to do with my life, right? Yeah. So um, then that led to standing in a line because I didn't know, nobody in my family had ever acted. So I stood it on a line to try to get into the acting world. And I booked that and I was very blessed and booked a lot of stuff, but my career really took off with I show on Univision. I was a VJ on Univision and I got it at 19. And my second interview was at his house in his backyard, wow. having tea with Carlos Santana, 19 year old me interviewing him and him telling me about like his really out there cosmic beliefs and I was just fascinated Uh I've always been into you know spirituality and and all of that and um, nobody yet more interesting than him I gotta say wow that was really cool and as life would have it a couple years into my show I have to fly to Puerto Rico to cover a weekend with Ricky Martin and um, the best and then a few years later, we're both written into General Hospital as the first fully Latin couple in daytime history. So um, that's kind of how it all happened. Wow. But I, I always wanted to be on General Hospital. That was my dream. I used to tell my friends in junior high, you know, I'm going to grow up and be on General Hospital. I'd be like, well, how are you doing that? Like, I don't know, but I'm just going to do it. Oh, my. <laughs> so, that's cute. I used to play General Hospital with my one girlfriend, Denise, in my backyard. I was Laura, and she was, um, what can I remember? Jackie Zeman. What's her Bobby. name? Bobby. She was Bobby. And, yeah, we would play on our big wheels, right, around <laughs> like we were General Hospital stars. And, yeah. It, yeah. I always wanted to be um, – 
Vanola Hughes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I wanted to marry Ian Buchanan, who's now a very good friend of mine. <laughs> oh, he's oh, he's so great. Oh. I love him. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So oh. that was wonderful. That's so cool to me. So you were on General Hospital for nine years, right? Oh, uh, no. I for like three and then I oh. came back. Oh, you came back. That's because it's in, you know, when, when we looked it up, it said 1994 to 2003. And I, right. I was like, wow, that's a long time. Yeah. Okay. The last time that I was on there was in 2003. Okay. okay. I came back as a institute that got plastic surgery to look like Lily to haunt sense. Yes. yes. I remember all that. I remember <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, you played alongside Maurice Bernard, Sonny, which, you know, he's so iconic in yeah. the soap world and do you have anything that you can share any any stories that audi our audience would love to hear about your experience well i've told this story several times so if um people are watching and i have to hear it again I apologize yeah. but it's a great story <laughs> huh. so i um saw maurice playing desi arnaz and i was mesmerized and I was glued to the TV and my mom's like, Hey, like snap out of it. And I turn around. I'm like, mom, I'm going to work with this guy and cut to my, um, my first day on general hospital was half a day with Ricky. And it was like flashbacks of us. But my first real day was five with Maurice Bernard. And I was like, wow, here I am. And at the end of that, him, Steve Burton, and Wally Kurt came knocking on my dressing room door to welcome me to the show. And they walked in and, and Maurice was just like, all right, talk to me. How do you know how to do those beats? Like he was so impressed with my performance that day. Mm -hmm. And I had, I was prepared for it my whole life. I was dreaming of this moment, right? Yeah. So, so I had a good day. I wasn't always good. Um, and I'm like, what are beats? And he starts cracking up. He's like, you don't even know what beats are? I'm like, no, I, I was a host. And I'm just now kind of learning how to act in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, it, it was kind of crazy. So um, that was a really cool moment that yeah. they did that. They were very impressed with my work. And I can say that because cut two months later, he then comes up to me and goes, I want to talk to you about your work. And I'm like, yeah why sometimes I'm really good and sometimes I'm really bad. It goes, oh, so you know. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's when he took me under his wing. Oh. And um, he has, he really has had such an impact in my growth as an actress and the way I approach it and how uh, my respect for the craft. He really has had such an influence in my work and you know, to this day, he's one of my dearest friends. Yeah. And he's very much about mental health. He's a, yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, Cause he struggles with his own mental health. Um, yeah. He's very so, passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're all about here. Um, one quick other question about this and then we'll move on. But um, I heard that you had a really crazy fan mail. Something came in the, in the mail because GH fans are, are really passionate and they get, we all get like really there. Cause they, there's a fan line. You can actually call Kim. You can call there and you can complain if you don't like a storyline or something. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't we, know if they had that when I was on there. Jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, another thing you Sean get? and I have in common is our characters weren't the most loved. <laughs> uh, yeah. So of course, you know, I, I come on and, and I split up like, General Hospital's favorite couple at the time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that really quickest way to get hated. And I would get tons of fan mail at the time. It was what they referred to as the second golden era of soaps at that time. So it was a big, big deal to be on a soap. You, you were really treated like, um, just, I have some crazy fan stories, but the question is about the fan mail. So I open up my fan mail and I was like, ouch. And I'm like, ow. And I look in, it was this prickly little thing that literally poked me 
of a fan that hated me. And um, that was really mean. <laughs> oh she wanted to hurt her, I guess, because yeah, she, she, she did. <laughs> was coming between the that couple. Yeah. Wow. And on the show. Yeah, it's crazy. Did yeah. you get people in public acting mean to you? Did I? No, no, no. People weren't mean to me in public. Thank God. Oh, good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would have been horrible. No, I would just. Um, no, you know, fans would be like, oh, God, I hate you on General Hospital, <laughs> but I love you in person. Or, but you know, the funny thing, every time I met a man that watched General Hospital, he was a Lily fan and not a Brenda fan. I found, first of all, I, I would be so shocked that a man watched a soap opera. Like I just, yeah. that blew me away. Mm -hmm. You know, straight men, <laughs> you know, like really? <laughs> and they loved my character because she was just such like, I think such a devoted wife, you know, she didn't have the mouth I have on me. <laughs> mm. yeah. So yeah, they loved her. <laughs> Wow. Okay. And then you also are, like you said earlier, you are producer and actor at, on Studio City. I'm not a producer on Studio City. I'm uh -oh. an actress on Studio City. I came on season two. So okay. I okay. shot that last year. Okay. It aired this year. And, and it's on Amazon Prime? Yeah. I'm, yeah, Amazon Prime. Okay, okay, okay. I have it. I'm, I want to watch it. Yay! <laughs> You're going to watch a soap opera? Well, <laughs> you I know mean, what? It's not, it does not have the soap vibe. This oh, is. I like soap operas. I do like them. I grew up watching Days of Our Lives. And then, I mean, okay. really, Beverly Hills, Nanotono, Melrose Place, and all of that is like, it really is like a Desperate Housewives. I mean, they're all yeah. like soap operas. They are soaps. Yeah. This, this has, this is a dramedy. And this is, uh, you know what it reminds me of? Soap dish. Oh, I remember oh. that. Like yeah. a modern day, really cool soap dish in the sense that it's shot really, really well. As a matter of fact, Studio City took the Emmy for best lighting over all the network daytime soaps. Wow. Is that not amazing? Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool, right? Oh, yes. So yeah, clearly I'm proud to be on the show. I just <laughs> love it. I, um, I think it's, uh, it's really fresh and maybe I'm partial because I was such a soap dish fan. So this has the soap within the show. And so when, when they're in the soap, it, you know, the speech is very slow and everything's very dramatic. And then when they're off, it's very fast paced and it's very, um, very authentic. Uh, it's so well written. It's so well produced. Sean is such a seasoned actor. He's so good. We're so good together. I love my character. And the last scene, if you ladies watch, the last scene, which is on episode two, my last scene on that, the entire scene is improv. There oh wasn't God. one single line written. And I've been doing this a very long time. I have never, I've improv a lot. I used to improv on the Bay all the time but I've never shot an entire scene where not a single word was written. That's and it's like my favorite scene that I got to do. Oh, it's because we were forced to be so present. Yeah. You know, you have to listen because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen next, like in life. Right. Yeah. That's so a great scene. I love that. I have to see. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's a great show. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's really, really good. Well, I'm excited to watch it. And I mean, it really, it probably feels so great because you, you've put in so much time that it's almost like breathing where you're natural at acting, but then to, to challenge yourself by doing improv like that, not everybody, it was, uh, not it everybody. was very challenging. It was, yeah. you know, Sean's done a lot of, um, up, So he's a funny guy. I mean, wait till you see him on Cobra Kai this season. He's hilarious, right? Mm -hmm. So it's it's like nothing to him. But I'm like, dude, I don't do stand up. I, I'm not on it. I haven't been on a daytime soap opera since 2003. 
I don't memorize like you guys do. You know, that muscle isn't exercised like they have it because he's on Bold and the Beautiful again. And so I'm like really upset at him because I'm expected to just shoot the scene with nothing written. And of course he's so seasoned in this that he's going to be great. So I, I tell him, I'm like, you know, I don't do stand up. I don't have the improv background you do. He's like, you'd be great at it, Lily. You should try it. I'm like, oh, stop producing me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's one of my favorite scenes ever. So yes, it's never too late to challenge yourself and you just got to go for it. Right. I had no <laughs> yep. really yeah good for you so you were talking about ricky martin and we love him too and how you work with him and i love that you made history by being the first full end couple on daytime tv and my kids are are half latina and both my girls and my daughter is an actress and she mm-hmm. has all these dreams of like getting more roles for hispanic women and you know she's very mm-hmm. empowered by that and so I'm, I'm going to tell her to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know more about working with Ricky. I know you worked for his Las Vegas residency and um, you guys are really good friends. So tell us more about that. Well, you know, it's, it's been a crazy ride. Um, I always feel like he's part of my soul family. If you guys ever talk about that on this mm-hmm. show. I really do because so many significant um, moments have been with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, you know, again, I met him when I had my show on Univision and I got to be my greatest dream in life at, up until that point was to be on General Hospital. I didn't even really connect that I wanted to be an actress because my dream was to be on General Hospital. So And then my other dream was to work with Maurice Bernard. So they both happened in the same thing, right? The same manifestation. I got to be on it because I went to my friend's concert. And of course, when I would go to my friend's concert, I go backstage. And there was Wendy Rich who saw me and that was it. Next thing I know, I'm being written and I'm living my dream. So it was a big deal for us because... Maurice and Vanessa were Latin. I, I don't know if Vanessa is 100% um, Latina, but I know she's at least half Latina. But Maurice is 100%. But they didn't play Hispanic characters. Mm-hmm. And both Ricky and I are 100% Latinos, and we played Latino characters. So it was the first time in the history of soaps where there was a Latino storyline that were two characters in the leading forefront. And mm-hmm. that obviously opened a, a lot of doors for um, other actors. So I always feel like we were used as vessels in a very important way. I'm so proud of that and so grateful for that. And then my um, career kind of went to directing video content for major concert tours. And we meet yet again, and I got to direct him for his opening video of his All In Vegas residency. I was part of the directing team, so we did the opening video. We did another video where we shot him, and we did all the video content, which is what you see on the screens. Mm. So that was a really cool moment when it's him and I, and I'm directing him, and 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 what if full circle kind of moment yeah. But yet yeah. evolved in a different way. Yeah. And because of the trust that we have in each other, it was a very, very special um, creative moment. Um, and I was going to say, Oh, this is what I was going to say. And while I was doing this, I get an offer to, for a role in a film about human trafficking and Ricky has a human trafficking foundation. Mm-hmm. And so I'm literally, I had to direct two days um, for the all in Vegas residency. And so this is a Saturday and this Saturday is when we have Ricky on set and we're shooting all of his stuff. 
And in a break, I said, you know, not now because I don't want to shift our focus, but at some point I really need your help because I'm playing a madam. And my approach, everybody works differently, but how I approach my characters is I always find my personal connection as to bringing us the most truth of Lily into it, how I would be under those circumstances. So I, as an actor, you cannot judge your characters. And I'm like, I hate her. Like I despise these women. I, I have a 17 year old daughter, you know, like this is the most despicable human being I could play. And yeah. He holds me and he looks into my eyes and he's like, you, have to play her you have to tell her story because she exists and somebody has to tell their story mm. and he said at the end of this call me we've interviewed these women I can give you some insight as to how they got there why they do what they do why they are the way they are so at the very end of it we were exhausted I was exhausted two days of shooting I have to be up in the morning shooting as an actress, right? <laughs> Take that cap off and put the other one on. And I call him and I said, look, this is where, this is what I can connect to. I feel like she's feeling this and this is what's happening. And this is why she's doing what she's doing. And he says to me, you don't need me. <laughs> you got it. Go kick ass tomorrow. Go tell her story. I arrived to the set, which was a house in Hollywood, and they hadn't opened the door. So I sat outside on the steps. As soon as I sit down, a neighbor starts blasting a Ricky Martin song. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, so symbolic. Of course. Yeah. I'm like, but of course. So I yeah. just felt like, you know what? All of the nerves of like, oh, I, I, I I hadn't had time to prepare for this character. It all went away. It was like, you know what? I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. to this day, it's one of my best acting performances uh, ever. Wow. Uh, and so, it's, yeah. one thing I, I heard in all that is that, you know, for, for you to calm down when you heard that song, he must be so comforting to you. He is. Yeah, he really is. Just, you know, and I always tell him this, I, I, I always say part of why you have such access to people on a mass amount is because of the warmth of your voice. Mm -hmm. There's a warmth to his voice that feels good. It mm -hmm. makes you feel good. Add to that, you know, his charisma and his heart and his spirit and just such a lovely human being. But when you just listen to his voice, that warmth. And then I get to experience that as, a, as my friend. So yeah, yeah it's like, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it was a spiritual confirmation that I was for sure. Oh, totally. And so brave that you did do the role, you know, because yeah. it is hard to play someone so exactly opposite who you are, you know? So, yeah. wow. Yeah. And that's the, um, a similar topic was, um, Anne Heche's last movie on Lifetime. She played a mother of some, uh, her daughter was being uh, used as a human trafficker. So yeah, that was a big controversy. That movie. Oh, yes, I know about this. Yeah. I actually, uh, yeah, just heard about all of this. That's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a whole yeah. other story, but. Yeah, and, and yeah, not to go on about trafficking but just quickly like I talked to someone recently with a nonprofit, and I'm in Orange County in Huntington Beach and it's like this cute beach city and she goes you know it's really not talked about she has a trafficking you know human trafficking nonprofit, and she said these beach cities like San Diego and Orange County beaches are in the top five of how many kids are sex trafficked and I'm like no one ever says anything around here and so I was grateful, though. I mean, it feels disgusting and it needs to be talked about more. But I was grateful because it makes me even more careful with my girls. Like, nope, you, you're 16, but you still can't walk anywhere by yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Over um, 
you know? They just released a video. I don't know if you saw this, but what they're doing now, they have um, some sort of gadget that can get your cell phone to stop working. Oh my so God. So you can't call or text, nothing. Oh my gosh, oh my God. So this happened at a Trader Joe's. She was walking to her car. Oh gosh. Yes. So, you know, I, I, I shared it with my daughter, with my nieces, like you have got to be so present. Yeah. And you know, today humanity's like this, mm-hmm. like, like that, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's so, yeah. Yeah. You, well, you have to be aware of your surroundings and you just, it's so sad. You know, I remember uh, when I was growing up, I would walk to school and walk home from school. Not a second thought. My daughter, yeah. all three of her schools have been so close. I never let her walk. Right. Never. So sad yeah. that that's our reality. Yeah. Yeah. So different than how we grew up. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, on a lighter note here. I just want to also acknowledge. So as far as the directing those videos, you also did it for, I think it was Madonna Spice Girls and um, who uh, was the other one? Britney Spears. Britney. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. 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 It really, really is. Those were such cool videos. Oh my God. I loved the Britney Spears project. We shot, it was the first time, I believe it was the first time that any concert had ever had like a little storyline that was a through storyline told through the screen and why it was um, really uh, a, a big risk we were taking was because think about it. When you could go to a concert, you're not going to watch TV. You're not going for that reason. You're going for the music, the artists, the dancers, you know, the action on stage. So here we are expecting thousands of people to watch the screen. Sure, you can get that at the beginning. We did the same thing with the Spice Girls. The opening video is what I got to direct. That was my directorial debut in this world. And Sure, people will will stop, they'll watch, and then you're on for the ride. But to put it throughout the concert and expect everybody to stop and watch. Mm. So it was really scary, but oh, we got the most amazing review from the LA Times and some other critics loved the the short films we played throughout and, and the audience loved it too. So that was really a special one. It was very cool. That's cool. And now it's and so- I used a soap actor. Uh, Eden, Rudolph Martin. I hired him to play my villain. Wait, I don't, why don't I know that one? Who's I he? I think what he show? was on All My Children. So I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> but what did he play? Do you remember? Oh, no. I'll look it up. <laughs> I think, I think it was All My Children, if I'm not mistaken. I, uh, because I knew him from soaps. I was always an ABC girl growing up. I watched yeah. all ABC soaps. Me too. But we have, we have the same birthday and, um, he was so much fun to work with. Mm. And funny enough, he's a very serious actor. And he would go into the set and he would just start familiarizing himself with his world. And he would get into his character and I would get the DP to start shooting. So he wouldn't even know that I was shooting him just in this world. And so much of that ended up in my edits because I found that to be the most interesting, you know, mm. just the human behavior it was just so cool oh, but anyway, that's awesome talking shop <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's fun to hear yeah it is it's like you're telling us the secrets the way people think and we didn't know that you know uh-huh yeah so uh, and um what did you use for for producing on the bay the series oh okay because we had Devin on our show before too oh yay, yeah 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 we were and Ron producing. and Ron came with her. We were doing it in studio, but he did. He wasn't on the show. It was just Devin. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, they're such beautiful people too. Yeah. Um. 
so you, I heard in another interview talking about how you were gifted a session with a world renowned medium and you'll have to say her name. I can't remember what it was, but, um, and then you talked about how grief and mediumship is, is mediumship was really, really uh, helpful with grief. And can you tell us more Yeah, on that experience? So again, you divergenized me. Yeah. <laughs> you were the wow. first medium <laughs> I ever had a session with and um, did not know I would ever need another one, right? Um, right. Just a really tough year. So I worked, uh, I had a session with you after I lost my husband, speaking of, you know, mental health. Yeah. If you want to so, share some of that, you can as well. So, um, Yeah, we lost him nine months after the divorce. And I had a session with you. And the first thing you said to me was, he's showing me lilies and roses. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, whoa, because um, two reasons. My married name was Lily Monterosa, the rose. Uh-huh. So when he asked for my hand in marriage to my parents, he took my mom a bouquet of lilies and roses. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. To make me a Lily Monterosa. So uh, needless to say, uh, it was a very, very intense session with you, as you know. Yeah. And then um, months later, I lost my father. So, um, a beautiful, beautiful man who's the owner of the company that my mom is like at the highest position. Talk about manifesting queen. This woman has done everything I told her that's not, that was impossible to do. She's done it. So of course he loves her. His name is Ray Chambers and he's just an amazing human being. And he gifted us as a family, a session with Laura Lynn Jackson, who funny enough, a year before that, Literally a year before that, I had seen her on Goop, the Goop series on Netflix. And I had the thought, God, I would love to have a session with her. And this was uh, January 2019. And I literally said, well, it's not like I need a session with her. There's nobody on the other side I need to talk to. Mm. (laughs) January 2020, Ray Chambers is gifting us a session with Laura Lynn Jackson. So another trippy manifestation, right? And mm-hmm. yep. we, um, we're we a very tight-knit family and we just could not imagine life without dad, you know? And my mom was with him for 50 years. It's like losing a limb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 it was brutal. And, you know, we... Gratefully, we were with him as he transitioned. But at the same time, that's really hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're left with having to see mm-hmm. on so many levels just how fragile life is. And then the, the strongest man that you've you know, your first love, your, the one man that you know loves you unconditionally and will never leave you and accepts you just as you are. You have to watch him take his last breath of life. It's, it's, it's very traumatic yep. and beautiful because we were there. You didn't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really really hard and my dad um he worked out every day of his life except Sundays so so uh committed and disciplined to his fitness he got to be you know 76 and you know how you start getting older you start getting a little hunchback you know my dad still had his posture because he worked out and he um 
was the most amazing salsa dancer I've ever known and just never lost his childlike spirit. And we didn't see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way of preparing for leukemia. Mm -hmm. It's not even uh, genetic. Mm -hmm. So we just weren't prepared and to, so to feel like he fought, uh, he really did, you know, he fought. So there was that, there was the unfairness of how this disease just took this vibrant, energetic, beautiful man out like that. And to watch him wither away and your strong dad, you know, now he's bones. And he was yeah. so, so, so funny. And um, his last week of life in the hospital, like it, it was just so traumatic to see that he could no longer, he no longer had enough strength to push himself up. And it, 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 I can't explain it. You're just like, it's so shocking to the system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And instead of him feeling bad for himself, he would look at me and go, tell her, tell her how I worked out every day. Tell her how strong I was. And I'm like, oh my God. That's what mattered to him in that moment. Right? Yeah. And um, all of the doctors uh, said that they had never, they had never um, had a patient who was that sick who would ask them how they were doing. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and when we would walk through the way he would light up like ear to ear smile and just light coming through his beaming through his eyes, like he would just light up. And it's like, I always say he taught me more in how to leave than how to live, even though he taught me so much in how to live, but it was so impactful to see the grace and the joy he he left, he, he, he exited with a smile on his face, you know, to the very last moment. Wow. So why I'm saying all of this is that we were in a very, very dark place as a family in a lot of pain yeah. and thinking like how unfair, so unfair that he wasn't able to beat it. Why, mm -hmm. why couldn't he beat it? He gave it his all and, just all of those things that you think and feel that keep you up at night, you know? Yeah. Literally keep you up at night. Mm -hmm. This session, first of all, her accuracy is a phenomenon. Like they have studied her brain. Science has studied her brain because they want to see what it does when it's making contact with the other side because they science has deemed her legit. That's how good she is. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, the brain is, uh, it reads as if it's in a coma when mm -hmm. she makes contact. So I found that very interesting. So getting back to the point, literally the session began with, okay, he just came in. It's like, he's got a boom box and music and he's dancing. Mm -hmm. Okay. My dad danced his whole life. Even when he was sick, he was still dancing. Then she's like, okay, first thing he's saying is that um, he's so sorry, Lillian, my mom, he just missed, um, he missed your birthday. You had a birthday and um, was it, uh, there's a three in November, uh, November 3rd. What the heck, right? Wow. Okay, now he's saying that he missed another one of his girl's birthday. Another one, um, Lorena, my sister, did you just have a birthday? He's showing me the number three again, January 3rd. Oh. And then I think he's going to say, and there's another three because I'm July 30th. Mm. But no, she says, and Lily, he doesn't want you to feel left out. He's showing me that you're, she starts laughing. She goes, he's showing me that um, you both have the same birthday month. And he's showing me that you're a Leo. So you guys both had the same uh, a birthday in July. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> She's like, yes, Aww. he's showing me this. Amazing. So then three granddaughters, um, they're six weeks apart. Look, this is how it began. 
My point is, with this kind of accuracy, my brother-in-law, who did not believe, was a grown man bawling his eyes out by now. Because this is like not five minutes in, and there's just no way that you can explain this. She didn't have our last name, so there's no way she could have looked us up. And she wasn't even seeing us, so she didn't know what we looked like. Um, by the end of the session, it was so clear that it was my dad. It, it was the most healing thing it could have. It was more healing than three years of therapy for us, because what we most needed to know, to know and feel is that he's still dancing. He's still yeah. smiling. He's still living that he's good, that he has no regrets. And um, in the session, he, he said, I don't want you crying for me. I want you celebrating my life. I want you living. And he's like, my favorite part of being on the other side is that I get to be with all of you at the same time now. So it was like, and it was just, it's so this, the way he would say it too, because he was so fascinated by everything, you know? So that's exactly how he would say it. So it, um, it was out of, I've done a lot of work, a lot of work, you know, just a, a, an extraordinarily dramatic divorce and then his dramatic exit. Yeah. And then my dad getting sick. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Um, and then I lose my dog. The, he hung in there as long as he could. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it was, a, it was just so, so much loss. So I've done a lot, a lot of work, but the most impactful thing that helped us all in our grief to heal our grief was the mediumship, that session with, with her that could not be explained other than he's, he, 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 he's still Dan, he, dancing his salsa and smiling at his life away in another realm. Yep. Yeah. He still exists. Does he, does he come through with readings when you do readings with Eden? I haven't done any more. Uh, Not since he passed. We didn't uh, know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one was just, I don't know what else I could ask of him. You know, he, it was two hours. Yeah. Now yeah. I, Sometimes we, I feel we, like uh, now I just got to trust, you know, now I yeah. have to really, um, work on developing my own communication with him sure. and mm -hmm. yeah. my faith and understanding of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And he will be sending you signs. Like I think he has been already and yeah. 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 Well, what a gift you got and yeah. Uh, yeah. Mediumship sessions are so helpful with grief. Yeah. Um, that's what I specialize in. And it's just, it's a miracle to see all this healing take place. So it's so great that you guys got to experience that. Yeah, I think that it depends on the person because I, I won't name any names, Eden, but okay. I have I have referred a few people that lost people that do sessions with you like every month, talk to their loved ones. And I think it it helps them through it, especially if it's someone who lost, you know, their husband for 50 years or whatever, because they're feeling alone and it makes them feel not alone. So it just depends. But then if you want to develop your own, way oh, that yeah. is amazing too or both yeah 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 everybody's got oh yeah yeah absolutely their There's, own way a, a friend of mine her sister um has that gift too and she popped into my life and um her name's anna and robert my ex-husband comes through her all the time and th there's been moments where my first birthday without them both I was sitting on my couch and I was just crying, like just crying. And I just, I, I was just having this moment and I text comes in and she's like, Hey, Lily, a Robert says happy birthday and get off the couch and go celebrate yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. What? So, you know, I, I, I don't personally seek it anymore, but yeah. um, it comes through, you know, when it, yeah. But they, they, they'll communicate through signs all the time. It do, mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be through people. Yeah. Totally.
Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Okay, well, we have to wrap up now. So is there anything else you want everyone to hear? Do you want to talk about how they can find you? We already talked about a little bit about Studio City. Is there anything else going on? Yeah. Um, just, yeah, go check out Studio City on Amazon Prime. And um, I, I guess, I guess that the thing that I would really want to drive home is for anybody that's listening that's lost a loved one to know that they're always with you and that you really can communicate with them and mm. I know it sounds so cliche when they say that they're in a better place but they really are <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just doesn't make people feel better most of the time when they hear mm. that yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know I always say it does not take away how much I miss him, mm -hmm. how much we miss him, the whole in the family and having to learn how to be without him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's so comforting to know that they live on and that you can talk to them and, and, and just to know that they're in the light and love and no more pain, no more drama. You know, this, this life could be so challenging at times. So it, it doesn't take the pain away, but it can at least bring some peace. Yes. Totally. Well, I am so happy that you feel peace with yeah. all that you've been through. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. So thank yeah. You. And thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you, you ladies. You're such a bright light. And I can tell you're one of those people that just through the, through the Zoom, I can feel your energy. So imagine in person, you're just someone who like lights up the room. So oh, you're making me cry. Ugh. You know, <laughs> after all of this that um, I went through, I'm a Leo. I love compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true Leo. <laughs> but for some reason, the most meaningful compliment now, which is funny that you just said that because Eden texted me that last night mm -hmm. and you just said it. And it really, it, it really, it means so much to me because I don't think there's a greater compliment than somebody acknowledging your energy and, and saying they love your energy. What a yeah. great compliment can there be? Yeah. So thank you for that. And um, I hope to meet you one day. Yes. yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for being on the show. And thanks everyone for listening. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.